Well, at least he's in the plane. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Away in My Plane, by Margaret Wise Brown, illustrated by Henry Fisher, published by Silver Dolphin Books. With the U.S. military losing and then finding an F-35 this week, which just so happens to be a plane worth around $100 million, I thought what better book to read for everyone than a book about flying. Sounds like some of us could use a few pointers. Away in my airplane follows what looks like to be a child flying a propeller airplane through rain or shine. Will this little pilot make it back in one piece with the plane? Or will he set that bitch on autopilot, eject, and wave goodbye? Well, look out from above. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We drop in on what looks like a family's backyard, and we see a dad with two green batons up in the air, as if he's directing a plane. And then we look to our right to see a little plane has taken flight and is sputtering away. I don't know how that plane would have taken off in that small of a backyard. And with that many string lights. It looks like a rejected HGTV designer decorated their patio. It's a little much. But we'll just go with it and say this kid took off. I guess this is one way of avoiding going through TSA. Hey grandma! Do you mind if we stick Danny on a plane and send him up to you for Christmas this year? Sure, what time does it land? Whatever he wants, he's flying himself. What? Wouldn't it be easier to stick him on a Southwest flight? He hates taking his belt and shoes off, so we built him a runway in the backyard. As you might guess, it's a rather small plane the kid's in. I mean, the kid's head is a third of the size of the entire plane. Yeah. He's really smashed in there. I don't know if the plane's that small, or if his head's just that big. It looks like it's providing some lift. His head's so big, they didn't even try to put a canopy over that thing. Poor kid, he's just stuck getting pelted by the elements now. Well, the boy's only one page into flying, and he decides he's going to take a risk and fly off the coast and into some rain, all while a whale is blowing water out of its blowhole at him. Either that or it's Chris Christie. I can't quite tell. But I hope that kid's seat can be used as a flotation device. This boy is flying all over the place. Oh no. Here comes trouble. It's a pilot's worst nightmare. No, not an unmanned aircraft. Quote, Riding along in my airplane. Sometimes I meet a bird way up high in the sky. Flying almost as fast as I fly. But not as high. End quote. That bird's getting sucked up into that engine. And they're both going down. Look at Birds. Death from above. I wonder if this is what happened to the F-35 pilot. Actually, probably not. Those planes have sucked from day one. And I'm not talking birds. Somehow the boy narrowly avoids disaster. But I gotta say, he better keep his eye on his fuel level. Because he's been up there for so long, it's nighttime. And I don't think this plane 
which looks like something that's been designed for the Red Bull Flutog, is capable of transcontinental flight. I mean, this boy's plane is real ghetto. When it's been raining, he's holding up an umbrella. And at night, he's literally dangling a flashlight out the side. Yeah, that's right. He's doing all his flying one-handed. I don't know if that's talent or a recipe for disaster. Come to think of it, is this plane an F-35? We'll have to read on to find out. The boy is flying over a city now, and he's got a scarf flapping in the wind. So he's got no heater either. But if the cold doesn't kill him, that scarf certainly will. Cause, look at It's gotten itself wrapped around something. I can't believe this boy's mother let him out of the house with that thing on without teaching him the basics of having a scarf. That's rule number one. Never let it get wrapped around anything but your neck. He's going to get his head ripped clear off. But somehow, he got himself out of that predicament. And this boy continues to fly all over the place. It's sunny again, and he's flying high and low. Is it a helmet display problem? No. That's just an F-35 problem. And besides, he's not even wearing a helmet. Maybe he's running out of gas, and that's why he's changing his altitude so much. But like a madman, he directs his plane right back into the rain clouds. Doesn't he know his fuel tanks are vulnerable to lightning strikes? Oh, no. That's just an F-35 problem. Sorry. Somehow the boy's still alive and he goes dive-bombing towards a carnival. He must really hate those rigged games. We get a change of view now from overhead, and we see how small everything looks below. What is this, a city for ants? And the boy gets his binoculars out. Who's this creeper looking for? We don't know. But maybe he's doing some reconnaissance for the Chinese, since their balloon got shot down. But one thing we do know is, that he's got no hands on the yoke now. Something tells me this kid didn't pass flight school. There's no getting this boy out of the sky. He's got himself caught up in some plane traffic. Either that or they sent up some fighter jets that actually work to escort him out of the airspace. We get more sun and rain. It's like every other page. It's like we've been in a rainforest cafe for too long. <laughs> Wasn't there a rainstorm five minutes ago? Switch it up a little. There's more weather patterns than this. Throw in some fog, would ya? And now the boy tries to push his plane to the limits. Quote, Then with a roar of my motors that drowns me out, I dash straight up in the air and wheel about. End quote. This must be the part where he ejects. And we watch as both of his hands are up in the air, and he's screaming like he's on a roller coaster. Who wouldn't want this guy as their pilot? Nothing like a pilot who keeps their cool when shit hits the fan. He's got nerves of steel. What do you know? He stalls it, and he comes racing back down to earth. He's still got a smile on his face, though. You gotta give him credit there, for keeping such a good disposition in such a terrifying situation. So the story comes to an end, with the plane spinning violently. Maybe it's a crack in the airframe? Oh, no. 
That's just an F-35 problem. And the boy somehow lands it in his parents' backyard. Well, there you have it. It's not an F-35. And we see the boy with his family, and they're all hugging. Like, Thank goodness you're alive! We should have never sent you up there without flight lessons! I wonder if the military did this with the pilot who had to eject. Or were they like, We told you if you don't come back with the plane, don't come back at all. Sorry. Alright, just tell us where it is. I don't know, I stuck it on autopilot. So let me get this straight. You had enough time to go through the autopilot procedure, and then you ejected? That's right. Why? I figured it would fly itself back. Just great. Now we lost an F-35. How the hell are we going to explain this one? Ah, uh, sir? We found the plane. Great. How did you find it? Ah, uh, some hillbilly named Randolph White. He said I, quote, I was in the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a... And then I felt an explosion that nearly knocked down my house. Just great. We're going to be paying so much in damages. Did he call 911? No, sir. He said he went right back to what he did. So you're telling me an F-35 blew up in his backyard and he went back to what he was doing? That's right. Johnson, you might have picked the one spot to crash an airplane. So I'm not kicked out? Nope. And get this guy a B-21 Raider. He's better than good. He's great. Right on it, sir. What's the moral Margaret was going for with this one? She wants us to go out and see the world. And she believes planes will allow us to do that. And that's why she made flying look so easy and carefree. Unfortunately for some, it's a little harder than that. And they get confused and decide to put the plane on autopilot and eject. So it's not quite as carefree as she would make it look. But it certainly allows us to have experiences we otherwise wouldn't. What do I think of Margaret's work? Well, we reviewed another one of her books called Good Night Moon back on episode 49. And of course, we thought that one was an instant classic. But as for this one, it wasn't her best work. She kept going back to the rain and shine thing. And it was way overused. And while she did take us on a journey, it just felt like she ran out of ideas. As for the pictures, like Bill Martin yesterday, Margaret in the past has partnered with some real artistes. Henry, unfortunately, was not one of them. His pictures looked as if they were done by AI. And at points, they didn't seem to match with Margaret's storyline. Some of the different angles kept it fun, and his use of colors made the changes in time quite clear. But they just didn't blow me away. While some might find the simplicity of this book entertaining, many will find themselves wanting to eject out of this one. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.9. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, and go back for several more bites. But I'm stopping, because there's going to be turbulence later. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.